What's going on, my ones? This is Reese One from Mind of a Legally Blind Eccentric, and I want to tell you guys about a awesomely wonderful restaurant that I've grown very fond of. It's in the Tri-County area of South Carolina. The name of this restaurant? Italian Garden. Now, they have a mean variety of dishes that definitely get served. I'm talking about traditional Italian pastas, spaghetti, fettuccine, alfredo, ravioli. They have a variety of pizzas. Y'all, they have a stuffed pizza. Not just stuffed crust, but I'm talking about actually stuffed. And then you put those ingredients on top. Mmm, delicioso. They have calzones, strombolis, burgers, Philly cheesesteaks, sub sandwiches. They have chicken. They have a mean plethora of salads. One that I recommend, Greek salad. When you get some chicken strips and add in that bad boy, mm, keep you good in the list. They have appetizers, fried pickles, cheddar poppers. They have different sides, of course, fries and some other things you definitely can get into. Yeah, they have some awesome, and I mean very awesome desserts with cheesecake and you can be able to get any and all that either in takeout or dine-in. They hours of operation usually between 11 and 9.30. Now that's a nice, nice wide range of time to be able to get you some of those <clears throat> delicious meals. Now you can be able to get to Italian Garden at the address of 1781 J.A. Cochrane Bypass Suite A in Chester, South Carolina. Also, it's not just great food. It is a great experience. And it is also so very magnifique. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the mind of a legally blind eccentric. With your host... Welcome, my one, to another exploration of mine of illegally blind eccentric. I am that cat and your host, Reese One. And today, yes, today, my topics are on conflicts, parent teacher style. So, if you don't know what's up, let's get it. All right, my one. So, I'm going to go ahead and start this first topic off like this conflicts, parent. And teacher style. What do I mean by that? Well, let me go ahead and tell you exactly what I mean. Me being a parent, I want the best for my child. I want to see my child succeed in the best ways possible. That means... By any and all means, I will do everything of my willpower to instill 
the best possible knowledge that I am possibly able to give. To give the best treatment for his behavior. The best of all worlds that I possibly can give because I want to make sure that he's given the opportunities that everyone fights so hard for. That's being a parent. And that would also mean when it comes to him being taught that I am going to pretty much have my own vetting system when it comes to teachers and who teaches him because children are truly like sponges. And with the child being like a sponge, you have to think about what habits, what things they're going to pick up because in reality, a child is going to pick up everything around them, not just from the parents, but the other children that they are in, and also the adults who are supposed to be that guiding figure around them. Now, in conflicts between parents and teachers, there are things that parents are not going to like that teachers do or the way a teacher teaches or even the teacher. On the contrary, there are things that teachers are going to pretty much do that will basically say that they may think something ain't right with the parenting style or how a parent operates or even if a parent is qualified at being a parent. Now, both of those are going to definitely be touched on in the next few topics. But what I'm saying to you is it's not an easy thing having a lot of hands in the exact same cookie jar. But to be able to teach a child and figure out what's best for one's child's growth without being that overbearing, overwhelming, smothering factor, one has to look at everything that's played directly in front of them and how to go about pretty much putting some balance there. 
So, straight up, be ready for this little ride, y'all. <laughs> and we will get into this second topic right after this. What's going on, my ones? This is Reese One for my mind of legally blind eccentric. And I want y'all to know this off the top. I'm doing this on my own volition. I wanted to tell you guys about a local restaurant here in the Tri-County area of South Carolina. The name of this restaurant, Jersey's Giant Subs. They have some delicious, delectable, enjoyable subs that you can basically get yourself definitely into. We talking about varieties all the way from ham and cheese, turkey and cheese, chicken and cheese, tuna, Philly cheese. You got some pepperoni, salami, and other variety of meats. You can even combo the meats. On top of that, you can even Jersey style that thing, the thing, 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 my people. I'm telling you. These are beyond off the chain. You can get yourself some soups and some salads. They also got pickles and chips too with drinks as well. And I ain't talking about just getting yourself a little average little size sub. You can go all the way up to 16 inches, people. 16. Now that's what you call giant. These subs are definitely beyond above. So, I'm going to just say like this. Go get yourself Jersey's Giant Subs at 1137A Highway 9 Bypass West in Lancaster, South Carolina 29720 because Jersey's Giant Subs, you'll never want to forget about it. So, I'm going to go ahead and get into that second topic like this, y'all. Uh, uh, let's do it. Let's get in. Yeah, we're going to get straight into it like this. Come on. Now, second topic. Parents having issues with teachers. Now, this is something I have experienced personally. I have a lot of others who've experienced it just as much, if not more, than what I have. And no matter what the situation is, the conflicts have honestly been difficult for the most part to resolve not because a conversation couldn't be had but because again you got a lot of hands reaching into the cookie jar and what ends up going on is when too many are reaching in not everybody is actually receiving so When it comes to that type of conflicts, what kind of conflicts? Let me go ahead and tell you what kind of conflicts. We're talking about 
parents making sure the child does everything they're supposed to. Working with the child. Doing everything possible to be the best influence possible for that child. Making sure they get their homework done, making sure that they are dealing with great hygiene, making sure that time is spent, needs are met, obligations are dealt with, appointments are basically kept, everything being pretty much a parent. Not just by title, but by total existence of literally being a parent. And the teacher not looking or actually being that factor that is helping. Just seeing that the child may be going through some type of difficulties and taking that and projecting their thoughts with on the child from what they want to believe towards how the parents could be. Where's the conflict? Oh, in many ways, the conflicts are if the teacher is pretty much putting their personal opinion in a particular place, then they're not able to look objectively to where the kids are the ones who may be dealing with something. Because in reality, a parent is telling their child in their own little way that school is their job. That is their workplace. That is pretty much their form of making in his own right income or however you want to take it. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is money. Knowledge is everything. And going to school that's the equivalent of going to work. But if the supervisor of said job is having their own moments of how they choose to do things, it puts it in total imbalance of what a person may already be working on and instilling. And if that child is already going through some issues or problems that is not within their purview, a teacher, quote unquote, supervisor should be able to observe, notate and be able to see if something could possibly be happening that may not be noticed. Because as a parent, we're going to do what has to be done 
not just by title, but by actual existence. As a parent, they're going to do what you need to. Now, that's being a good parent. And if the teacher, whether having a great reputation or having pretty much a way that they've been doing things for a long, long time, there may be a collision of minds or an issue that honestly could completely come to the surface somehow, some way. As I stated, there's a personal situation that is brewing. But instead of having things escalate into a situation or scenario to where you know, minds collide. I am a type of parent that wants to resolve without conflict in the best way possible. Therefore, problem solving 101 is going to happen. That's what parents will do. That's what good parents take care of. And that's what Parents should want to do. If you see an issue, you take care of it, whether it's dealing with the teacher or any other means. But not saying that all teachers are horrible or anything else, because that's not the case. In many cases, they are wonderful teachers and not saying that the particular teacher that I'm speaking of is a one is a horrible individual because I don't think they are. They just honestly have a conflicting style of doing things. And when the conversations are had, there is collisions that occur. It's the meeting of the minds and. Because of the teacher. Having age, they think their wisdom outshines. But hey, we all learn something every day, right? And something will be taught very, very soon. And I will give an update. Just saying. And we'll get into the third topic right after this trailer. Here we go. Welcome to Different Strokes of Different Folks, where we will be discussing at least one topic on who knows what, and then we both are going to go crazy. She is so much a nerd. Ham, people, ham. So we're going to be doing it. At least every other week. And we want you guys to join us. Unlike our third member who still hasn't shown up. Triple R. But 
we want you to join us and enjoy the good times with us at different strokes of different folks woohoo All right, y'all. So I'm going to go ahead and get into that third topic. And that is teachers having conflicts with parents. Now, there are some great teachers out there. I know that there are some great teachers out there. I had some great teachers out there. For those who don't know, I had some great teachers in uh, multiple places I've lived in my life. From the non-existent school that no longer exists in this world. That breaks my heart, I tell you. It breaks my heart. The name of the school was John Tyler Elementary. Just saying. Real school. It was a school that basically also accommodated children who were legally blind and blind as well. The school was in southeast of Washington, D.C. Wonderful school. It was. Now, I had teachers there. I had great teachers in the middle school that I went to and even in the high school. And some, and, you know, the community college I went to as well. No knocks, but they, they all had some great teachers. They all had some crappy teachers, but for the most part, they had great teachers. And the reason why I call them great teachers is because they made sure with me being a student that my comprehension of what needed to be done was truly accomplished that would suit me throughout the rest of my life. It wasn't just school lessons. They even helped with a few life lessons by making sure they reaffirmed that the behaviors that I choose to make and choose and do are some that can be regretful at the exact same time that if I did not take the appropriate steps, they would basically be a guiding force that would basically extend and help my growth become so strong that I can actually articulate what needs to be done verbally and even on a physical plane be able to accomplish what needed to be the foundation that makes me me. That's because of great teachers. Then you have those who are less than great or mediocre teachers who take what they do as just a job. Teaching is a career, but the realities are it's more than just a career. It's a path leading light 
that pretty much puts different individuals on the road of their own little journeys and adventures. Every particular life lesson is truly one of those that are the beginning of a child's life. A part of their path that's going to help guide them either to some of the most wonderful locations or to some of the most screwed up. And for those who be like, well, parents are supposed to be the ones that take the responsibility of their children. You know what? That's true. But when there are individuals who are out there who literally pretty much place everything that's their time and everything else to their child, it puts things in a whole different type of perspective. Because here's a reality check. Teachers get one third of a child's day. If you count lunch, that'd be one fourth of a child's day. They get to basically be an influence for up to 40 hours of your child's life a week. To some people, that's not a whole lot, but that time accumulates. Even if it ain't just that single teacher. That time accumulates in school. For over. And I emphasize on the word over 12 years. Of that child's life. Then you have those who could be the most crappiest of teachers. They're there for a paycheck. They are those who break in laws and all kinds of stuff. They just don't give two dog tales about a child's mental state, physical state, or anything. To be honest, my child's teacher would fall in the middle. I'm not saying that she couldn't be great or anything else. What I'm saying is if she has not caught on to things and when things are placed on the table directly in front and she wants to place everything a particular way, that's not saying she's looking out for the child's best interest. That's just her place and her opinion on that child's livelihood. It's happened on multiple occasions. It's happened to myself. It's happened to my mother. And I refuse to allow it to happen to my child. Now, 
That's because I'm a caring parent. But there are some teachers who care so much about their students that they become not only like a parental guidance for that child, but they become a irremovable force within that child's life. Because there are some parents out there who are crappy. That's just the reality. They are nasty, crappy individuals who honestly, unfortunately, were blessed with something that there are those who honestly would love to have. But because of some people are so absorbed and involved just within themselves, they don't. They forget to believe in what was already given to them by the one that was there for them. And that's the little one that they helped create. There are plenty out there, parents out there, that seem to forget that we are supposed to be not only a role model within their life, but we're supposed to be a major guiding light for the little ones. But unfortunately, that's good parenting. You know, and fortunately, that's good parenting. But unfortunately, there is a higher percentage that's starting to actually trend that those people out there, when I say those people, I mean those people, who don't actually care about their children. They just letting their child fall within the cracks and not paying attention to what's actually going on within a child's life or anything like anything along those lines. They just figure they can make up with it with financial type things or having somebody else do the raising portion of things like that. That's the sucky. Like I said, there are great teachers out there and there are some teachers who will basically stick their neck out for their students. I'm not saying every single teacher got to be that way, but I think that teachers should have to at least have a bare minimum of actually, truly and legitimately giving a damn about their students. Not just wanting to basically instill within somebody else's child their beliefs because that's what's going on more than ever now that teachers look down upon parents and it causes that much friction. So there are great teachers out there. Great teachers, good to medium, you know, medium teachers and crappy teachers, just like they're different grades for the parents. Same scale. You just have to be on your due diligence. As both just saying, y'all knew what time it is, right? Yeah. Time for that, right? That food for thought, that food for thought, y'all. 
it's time for that. Come on. Right. So, think about this. Conflicts. Parent-teacher style. Parents having conflicts with teachers. Teachers having conflicts with parents. When it truly comes down to it, conflicts are going to happen. Parents have their own methods and their own ways that they really believe that their child should basically be taught, basically be handled, basically be dealt with, with the appropriate amount of force or discipline, even with the whole mindset of how things should basically be, you know, embraced with their child. Conflicts are inevitable because when a parent teaches their child, they want to instill their own imprint there. They want to basically get it there. And when a teacher becomes involved within that child's life, they're also in their own way leaving an imprint on their child to basically get them to understand and comprehend more growth. Parents having conflicts with teachers are always going to be something because Parents who actually give a damn about their children are always going to find a way to be involved within their children's future. They want to make sure that everything is there for them children, their children to basically be enhanced and basically make advancements within life because they want to make sure that their child is getting the best of the best when it comes to receiving the best. And when they feel like something is lacking or having an issue, they should get themselves involved because that's what great parenting and good parenting involves. And having a conflict with that teacher not necessarily just bad teachers because there can be conflicts between, you know, mid and good teachers and very rarely great teachers. But it does happen. And for the fact that it does happen. It's something that should be thought about because ultimately. You just got to figure out. What's the best steps to communicate between and vice versa. Teachers have a conflict with parents. There are on many occasions that teachers end up taking out their day with other students on a parent's child. Or even when it comes to it, they feel that a child isn't giving their best effort or anything along those lines and automatically thinks that the parent isn't being involved enough or basically communicating enough or even trying to do anything to help that child basically learn or get be 
a major factor within that child's life. Therefore, they feel like they have to be the one to completely step up and put their 55,432% all within that child's life because they think that is going to be the key factor that ends up being that guiding light for that child. So in many cases, overstepping a boundary, but thinking they know exactly what's best for somebody else's child. In many cases, those particular type teachers can be in that mid-level or even partially in that good level, but that does not mean it's going to take them to that great level because they could end up being crappy teachers because they overstepped their boundary. Now, with that all being said, there is no such thing as a perfect teacher. There is no such thing as a perfect parent because everything is a learning process. Conflicts, as I stated before, will happen. It is guaranteed to happen. There is no way that somebody isn't going to basically have miscommunications. But here's the thing. If a teacher and a parent can sit down and have a legitimate conversation and actually hear one another out, listen to one another, not try to speak over each other, or one thinks that they know more than the other, then they can truly be a real guiding force and guiding light for a child because they're working in tandem and unison to basically make the best experience possible for that child's future. The thing is, everybody has their hand in the cookie jar. But only a few gets cookies. The biggest issue is when everybody thinks they have the best in mind for a child, Sometimes they overlook what's actually best for that child. I say that with experience because it's something that I'm literally going through myself with my child. I notice things that sometimes I miss something and have to go back and look at it and go back and really just pay deep attention to it. If I missed it, I go back, reassess and see to try to make the scenario and situation much better for his future. Because at this particular point, my days of school are done. My The teachers I had, I've had my memories. I dealt with my journey all throughout the whole school life situation. Now it's a whole new journey, but it's not necessarily mine to live. It's mine to at least give the opportunity to enhance for him. 
And whether my personal feelings about a particular teacher or anything else is one thing, but making sure my child is getting the best when it comes to education, I will do whatever it takes. A reality check is this. When you notice something with your child, you figure it out. You try to get whatever done so you know how to handle every element that you possibly can. If the teacher seems to be a problem, you speak to the teacher. If the teacher don't want to comprehend or basically give that false hope of wanting to work with, you go above. Again, I'm not saying the teacher is a horrible person. I'm saying sometimes a teacher ain't what's best for that child. So think about that. Just saying. Hi, my ones. We done made it through another exploration of mine of Illegally Blind and Centric. If you want to be able to leave in the comments, you can hit me up on any of the alphabets of social media with that backslash Simply Reads 1. I want to thank Anchor for being the easiest podcast maker, creator, producer, and distributor, making you a little bit of dough in the U.S. and getting you heard on Google, Apple, Spotify, and so many other wonderful platforms. Go get anchor.fm or grab that Anchor app to get started. I want to thank you guys for rolling with me and Mind of Illegally Blind Eccentric. Because without you guys, there would be no us. So, I want you to enjoy today, tomorrow, and every day. So, if you don't know what's up, now that's what's up. And I'll holler at you guys next week.